Well, thank you for joining us today. My name is David Skidmore. You are listening to Leader Growth with David Skidmore. At Leader Growth, we are committed to helping people and organizations overcome challenges and experience transformation. I know leadership can often feel difficult, complex, and overwhelming. To honor your time, each podcast will address real leadership problems and give you a simple step to grow as a leader. If you would like to download the show notes to follow along with today's episode, you can find them at leadergrowth.us forward slash podcast. That's leadergrowth.us forward slash podcast. Let's go ahead and jump into content for today's episode. One of the greatest challenges you will face as a leader is the challenge of consistent excellence. It is easy to be excellent for a day. It is much more challenging to be excellent every day. And that is why I'm so excited to share this conversation with you that I had with my good friend, Kelly Masters. Recognized as one of the most influential women in sports business, Kelly Masters often hears, you have a dream job, but she chooses to inspire others, not with her successes, but with her vulnerability, sharing not only the victories, but also the battles and failures along the way. Kelly is an attorney and NFL sports agent and founder and president of KMM Sports, a full-service sports management company with offices in New York, Los Angeles, and her hometown of Oklahoma City. Kelly has represented more professional athletes than any woman in the industry, having served as agent slash contract advisor to players in every NFL draft since 2006, as well as numerous athletes in the MLB draft and the Olympics. Kelly is a former national and world champion baton twirler and was also Miss Oklahoma in 1997, winning awards for talent and community service at the Miss America pageant that year. Recently, Kelly released her book, High Impact Life, which you can pick up on Amazon or at a bookstore near you. You can find her online at kellymasters.com and you can follow her on social media at kellymasters. Here is what I'm excited about. While Kelly's impact has continued to reach further, her commitment to excellence continues to increase as well. If you want to grow in your excellence as a leader, then you're going to love what you hear from Kelly today. Let's go to my conversation with Kelly Masters, but first, our friend, JB. My hustle is a pace that's on everything. Never giving up, that's on everything. Kelly, as I just talked about on the intro, uh, author, speaker, uh, TEDx speaker. Uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, you, NFL agent, clearly just making an incredible impact. And most recently with the book, High Impact Life. Congratulations. Yeah. That is uh. huge, just getting to the. Um, the finish line, but also you gave all of us a gift in this book. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, you, as you know, fellow author, uh, it's a little bit surreal when, when suddenly people start calling you an author and you actually hold a book in your hands. And the day that it came out, that high impact life came out, uh, it was this, all of this excitement of all the waiting, all the actually literally years that it took to put it together and, and get it out to the world. And I'd been so anticipating that day. And then the day came and then I was like, oh my gosh, I had this moment of, 
I'm about to just share my life and my failures yes. and my <laughs> vulnerability with everybody. It's like, like wait, everybody's like, wait, how many I? copies are printed? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, do I really like, do I want the whole world to see it? And so you just feel like you're just sending your life out into the universe to be, you know, I don't know, consumed. And, and so I had a moment of panic and I thought, no, yes. this is, this is what I was meant to do. This is what I was supposed to do. This is what I wanted to do. And, and it's been such a blessing too. And I know you appreciate when you hear from readers about how your book has touched their life or made them think or inspired them to do something. Yes. And that is so incredible. It's, I, I think I would encourage anyone that feels like God may be speaking to them about mm-hmm. writing a book to do it and to not hold back um, because it's, uh, it's a way that we can touch lives of maybe people we'll never actually meet. And so our, our reach and our influence, our impact, if you will, right. uh, can be just grown exponentially. And how cool is that? Uh, that God can reach so many people through just one act of obedience. And reach so many people through one act of obedience. You know, going back like a couple years, I guess we probably would have met 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we were at this uh, leadership gathering and you were you were sharing at it. And I remember I was really impacted <laughs> uh, because Aww. you were just talking about how you, um, even how you started your day with with praise. Uh, you know, in, in yeah. that whole process and how God had, uh, turned things around in your life. And you were talking about your, your story, uh, as, as an NFL agent, we became friends yeah. as time went on, we got to, uh, work on a few different things together, but now I'm, I'm looking and I see within this, this idea of a high impact life, um, you've had to step into a lot of things along the way. You, yeah. You've had to step into, into fears. One of the things yeah. that I think is most fascinating is your approach. And so that's what I want us to talk about today is yeah. this approach of excellence mm. that leads into yeah. a high impact life. And so just from from the beginning, why is excellence important to Kelly Masters? Gosh, that is such a good question because I know where I was, where I used to be when it came to this perception of what excellence should be versus everything, where I am now and what I've learned uh, over the years. And it's funny because you mentioned the moment we met at sort of a leadership gathering and uh, I had been asked to come share my, my story and inspire and encourage young people. And I remember I was really in a a tough battle hmm. during that time period. And that day in particular was had been a really, really tough day. I was in a place of where I could feel really, could have felt very, uh, very much in despair and, and like things yeah. weren't going well in my life. And yet I, you know, I, as I walk, I remember walking into that sitting down, like, I'm going to have to sit down and pour my life and inspire all of these people. And I am just struggling. I'm right in the middle of this battle right now. But it was so, that's such a clear picture of, of excellence because it isn't, excellence isn't based on everything being perfect. Excellence is not the same thing as perfection. It is, excellence is not pleasing everybody around Mm. you. Uh, excellence is, um, it's not even about being better than anyone else or winning the competition. You know, it's, yes, you, you want to be victorious and you want to run your race, but you, when you run your race with excellence, it's not, it's so much more about, uh, 
doing what God has called you to do, being who you were meant to be, um, and not, it's not about perfection. It truly is about um, obedience. Mm. It is about integrity. It is about doing things um, in the, the strength and power that, that only God can truly give us when we surrender our need to be perfect and our need to please other people. It's, that's where true excellence comes from, is when we are laying down our selfishness and we are looking to God saying, I want to be everything that you called me to be, mm-hmm. everything that you created me to be. And when you do that, when you pursue that type of excellence, where you have to do it in the strength that God brings, um, it takes the self out of it. It takes the selfishness out of out of the equation. Um, it even takes our own desires, like needs and desires to be impressive or right. to be liked. It takes all of that, all the selfish motivations out of it. Um, and excellence doesn't become about being better than somebody or being um, approved by everybody. It becomes about fulfilling your God-given destiny on this earth, your God-given calling on this earth. So to me, and, and you make you make different decisions mm-hmm. when that's the goal, right? Um, yeah. In the business that I'm in, as an NFL agent, I, I've been doing this for 16 years, which is so hard to believe. And I can look back at various points in my career where I could have taken shortcuts. I could have sold my soul, if you will, mm. to uh, to work for a larger company that I knew was corrupt, but would have given me an edge yeah. in recruiting or a leg up on, you know, getting certain clients. And I could have basically compromised who I was and my values or my integrity at, at any point along the way. And it would have, it would have made me look more successful, but that's not excellence. I like that a lot, point, pointing out that looking more successful isn't excellence. And you brought up, um, you brought the, the word obedience, yes. you brought the word integrity. So people would probably see like on the spotlight, and, and if they're following you, if they're following you on social, they're going to see, you know, really cool moments. They're also, you, you let people in uh, <laughs> to everyday life. But one of the things that that I didn't understand until probably three, four years in, we were having a conversation one day and you were like, no, people need to understand and believers especially need to be able to understand excellence is really important. Yeah. How we serve God, we need to do it with excellence. Yes. And you could just, you know, whatever organization you could have taken a fast track. Right. But you stayed true. Yeah. And so in, in that process, what did you learn about yourself uh, mm-hmm. and, and how did that uh, even call you up more as time went on? You know, first to your point about excellence and how, how critical that is, um, I was part of a group called the Daniel Summit, um, okay. which is, is a group of fi- people of faith within the sports business industry or sports industry. So media, coaches, agents, or agent, it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, and, and really looking to like the stories of Daniel in the Bible and how even under persecution, even when he was, um, it, it, all the various roles that he found himself in, he was, he was excellent. He had a spirit of excellence and that, uh, even, 
even in the midst of a corrupt kingdom, Daniel experienced elevation and honor Mm. and rose to a level of power because he had a spirit of excellence. Even though he was, you know, in some instances, standing alone in his faith, standing alone in in his desire to honor God and, uh, you know, thrown in the lion's den and and like all of the, the times that the enemy tried to shut him up, but his spirit of excellence caused him to rise above. So looking at my journey, there, there have been many times where I felt like I was thrown into the lion's den. <laughs> <laughs> I can look back on many. And if, if anyone has seen the movie Jerry Maguire, not a very godly movie, but, sure. uh, but people know who Bob Sugar is in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's the corrupt agent that comes in and steals the, the client mm-hmm. uh, the night before the draft. And so I, that's, that's the type of thing that I deal with. Um, as an agent, I deal with a lot of corruption around me, a lot of lying and a lot of cheating and stealing. And, and, uh, and so it's a very dark industry. And, and, uh, for me, you know, I, I, again, was raised with this desire to be a champion, desire to be perfect. I had all these goals and you know, my story, it's, I was so, so focused on being the best, uh, that it led me to a dark place of emptiness because it was fear-driven. And when I decided to shift to a, to a life that was driven by God's purpose in my life, excellence to me didn't just mean being the best at what I was doing, which that that's important. It's important to have integrity, to do things to the best of your ability, to, um, the small things, the large things, to always have that spirit of excellence in what you're doing because you're doing them for God. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't about looking, just looking successful. It wasn't about just getting the wins at all costs. To me, excellence has, in what I'm doing, has always been about, am I fulfilling, am I fulfilling what God called me to do and am I doing it his way? Mm -hmm. Not just the right way, not just by the book or by the rules, but am I doing it with the spirit of excellence that honors you know, honors my heavenly father, honors my walk with, with Jesus. Um, is it, like I said, the decisions that I I've learned about myself, um, I've learned that there have been times because we're all human. We start comparing ourselves. We look at others, uh, lives and we start to question, well, did I, did I make the right call here? Did I, should I have, you know, compromised a little there? Mm -hmm. Am I being too, you know, hardline principled and, um, no, (laughs) like I, I can always look back and think I'm so thankful for the growth that I've been through, um, to understand what real excellence looks like and that it's not, it doesn't involve compromise. It doesn't involve cutting corners. It's, it truly is about pressing in every single day, every single day, and then standing against, um, you know, the, the, I guess the the dark forces that try to come against yeah. you when you are doing that. And that's the other thing I had to learn too about excellence is I thought excellence when I was younger, I thought excellence was never failing. Okay. So let, let's talk about that because yeah. the, the never failing, a lot of people feel pressure yep. around this idea of I don't want to fail. And right. a lot of people are focusing on what they don't want. Sure. I know you're, you're on record talking about uh, the fear of people pleasing yeah. or the lifestyle that comes from a fear of letting people down. Um, yes. There was a point when this shifted and you went from people pleasing mm-hmm. into purpose. And I'm wondering how did that 
How did that shift your perspective on excellence? And you and I have talked about this a lot. Yeah. I, but I just I just saw an image in my head, and this is interesting, and maybe this will be helpful or, or eye-opening to people. When you're carrying that burden of perfection mm-hmm. and fear of failure, that's really heavy. <laughs> that is that is a load to carry. It's a lot. And and I did reach that point where in my mind it was surrender. I was just but my I was tired. I was exhausted mm. from carrying that burden of trying to be everything to everybody, be perfect, never screw up, never fall flat on my face, never get embarrassed. I, I was carrying that load and I was tired and exhausted from carrying that, that heavy burden. And God doesn't want us to do that anyway. He wants us to cast our, our cares. The word is very clear about that. We're supposed yeah. to give him all of that. And that's not just, you know, worries about our family or worries about this or that, worries about our job. That is just the, the cares and the worries that, we, that the world puts on us when we're so afraid um, of failure. We're so afraid of letting people down. We're so focused on, um, you know, what might happen if we don't, if we're not perfect. Um, and that's just exhausting. And when you're walking around in a, a fearful, exhausted state, you're, you're not good for anything. <laughs> you're, right. you're not going to be good at all the things you're trying to be good at. Um, and so why not let that go? So that was me. I had to let that burden go. This is huge because and I hope you're getting this because Kelly's dropping leadership gold. If you, if you're trying to avoid letting people down, if you're in a place where you're afraid of failing and that's, what's driving your life, you're going to be exhausted. And so even if you end up with excellent uh, even if you end up with excellent results, it's going to be d- more difficult to continue in that yes. over the long haul. It is because you're always looking at, okay, I did this right. I did this well. What's the next wow. thing that I have? Now I have to top this. Now I have to keep going. I have to keep impressing people. Um, and you do, you get trapped in that place of of that constant fear of failure. The other thing that letting go of of the fear of failure allows you to be is it allows you to be honest. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it when you're, you know, even just a lesson of, of a little kid. You know, when you're a little kid, you you don't, if you break something, you you know, you try to hide it because you don't want your parents to be mad at you for breaking something or making a mess or giving chocolate to the dog or mm-hmm. what, whatever. Yep. And you, what do you do? You, you cover it up. You lie. And don't we as human beings tend to do that? Don't we? What if we just said, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I... I fed chocolate to the dog. I, I made a mess. I broke this. I missed that deadline. I'm just going to be honest. And that gives us an opportunity to grow and fix it. And and how often when we get to that space, when we really say, you know what, I'm going to be honest. We find ourselves liberated, totally liberated. We think it's going to be awful if we're discovered that we messed something up or we weren't perfect. Um, but it also does this, it frees us, uh, to be ourselves and to grow and to make things right, bring solutions. But you know what? It gives other people permission also to be honest with us. Wow. Because if I'm, and I, I found that with my NFL clients, you know, I, if I, if there's something that maybe they asked me to do, or I'm supposed to be researching a topic or making a phone call 
and I don't do it, you know, my, my human instinct is to say, oh yeah, 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 I, I did that or I took yeah. care of that and I'm just waiting to hear back and, and cover up the, like the mistake that I made. But I found it so much better for me to, to be honest with my players because that gives them permission to go, okay, then I need to tell you what I did. Because <laughs> we can accept somebody who isn't always perfect. <laughs> right. We just need to know who they are. And I, yeah. I think sometimes people don't understand that the little white lies, those end up catching up to us. They do. People start noticing. They start oh, yeah. listening. Yeah. They understand there's a narrative around our lives yes. uh, when, it's, when it's controlled by by that. Now you said something, uh, a few minutes ago and I, I have found this to be true in knowing you. And it's, you said, when you show up and you, when you said, when you show up and do the work every single day, let's talk about that <laughs> because yeah. that's played into being an agent, uh, being, a lawyer that's also played into the process of, process of how you wrote this book. Yeah. It's, you know, I think there are some messages out there that a lot of us have internalized. And it's this, and I see it especially among women who are trying to do it all. They're trying to be mm -hmm. wives and moms and business, business women and successful in their careers. And, um, there's sort of this push to be go, 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 so busy, so accomplished. I, I'm, I'm handling everything and they, and go, go, go. And then you just hit this day where you're like, okay, today's just about me. It's all about self-care, self-love, self-care. And so we go in this cycle of, of you pushing so hard and then um, sort of hitting this wall. And then being lazy for a couple of days, <laughs> and what an unhealthy cycle that mm. that is. And I don't know if I'm, if that makes sense to anyone. But for me, it's, you know, we all talk about balance and what that should look like. For me, every single day is a gift, and every single day, every single opportunity. Um, is a time to be excellent. Does that mean you have to be going ninety miles an hour constantly? No. No one can maintain that. Um, but it does mean that you bring your A-game every single day. You don't take moments off or days off from being excellent or from seeking God's voice. Um, and so that's how I think that's so important that we we take care of ourselves, but we we make it where we don't just, you know, ignore all the important stuff and then run into a wall and then have to deal with the important stuff, take care of our, you know, we push ourselves so hard and then our bodies break down, our health breaks down or home life falls apart because things are going well at the, at, at the office. It doesn't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. God didn't design our lives that way. Uh, he calls us to seek rest and not just, you know, not just on one day a week, but to live in a place of, of rest and trusting him. And that means, that means praying, Seeking God, even, you know, Jesus, Jesus was all man and all God. Mm -hmm. He, he was all powerful, knew it all. He was God. The ultimate leader. The ultimate leader. But he still had to get up and go pray in the morning and yeah. seek his father's voice and gain instruction and, um, you know, be edified. If Jesus himself, who was God, yeah. had to take time to get away and pray and seek whatever God's will was for that day, then isn't that our example? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't we follow in that example? 
And so for me, it's start your day every single day with, with praise and thanksgiving, get in that place of not immediately jumping up and getting hit in the face with your things to do list, but getting up and thanking God and praising him, uh, getting quiet, listening to God, getting your journal out. Not that you have to write eloquent page after page, but write to get in the habit of, of getting up, praying, seeking God's face for your day, and then writing down what you hear writing down what is God speaking to me? What's, how, is, how is God going to organize my day today? Because he knows everything that I'm dealing with. Um, how is he going to organize it? How am I going to get all this done? I'm going to pray. I'm going to write down what God tells me to do, and I'm going to organize that. Um, and throughout the day, it's not like I pray once in the morning and then just go do my day and forget about my time with God. God goes with me, and that wisdom that he's given me, that revelation that he's given me goes with me throughout the day. And so throughout the day, I'm pausing and checking in, going, okay, am I, like, am I where I'm supposed to be? Am yeah. I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And I'm finding those, those times throughout the day um, to charge myself up with the power, of, the power that God, the strength that God gives us. This is an intentional pursuit. Yes, every, every day, every moment of every day. And when you do that, when you're not just trying to do everything in your own strength all day, um, you can bring your A game to everything. Yeah. You can be excellent in the little things. You can, you know, we've all heard the the speeches about making your bed every morning and putting the shopping cart up, you know, when you leave yeah. the grocery store. Those things matter. And those things are um, examples in your life. I have a, a friend, um, my friend Coach Dar, um, was, she tells the story where she was with her mentor and they, they had stopped at Target to go get something. Mm-hmm. And Dar had picked up something in one section and put it in her basket. And then they went several sections over and she decided she didn't need that item. So she just put it on the shelf in the totally wrong place. And that I'm sure just convicted a Sounds lot of people. Like we all do. If anybody's feeling guilty, you're not alone. <laughs> Me, you coach Dar. <laughs> <laughs> and coach Dar's mentor said, Dar, that is not leadership. Okay. Some of us are feeling very convicted. <laughs> Because someone else, you know, now someone else is going to have to take away from what they're doing to fix your little thing that you could have fixed in the Mm -hmm. first place. And so, um, and even my dad used to say that if you take the time to get it right the first time, you won't have to take the time to fix it later. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of just things that we need to be thinking about during the day, we need to be filling ourselves up with the word and God's revelation Mm -hmm. every day. We need to be checking in constantly with him to stay on track and to stay uplifted and we need to bring our A game, even at the grocery store, even at Target, even when we make our bed in the morning, um, in every conversation that we go into. We need we we can't take days off from being excellent. Okay, so here's one of the interesting realities of Kelly Masters. <clears throat> it's like people see Kelly Masters on stages or giving mm-hmm. talks and all of that. And anytime I see you, like you're always smiling. But what <laughs> people don't know is yeah. that there is like this grit underneath that's just like you are you are going to call yourself up to a much higher standard again and again so you know it's really easy for excuses uh, to start impacting our lives sure what do you say to yourself when the little cheats when the little Mm -hmm. lies when the little excuses how do you navigate those moments uh and also stay Mm -hmm. human in the process yeah sure 
Um, I think it's a lot of what we've already talked about today, just staying honest with myself mm-hmm. and honest before God. He, God sees everything and knows everything anyway. There's no sense in hiding yeah. anything or trying to get away with anything. He's going to see it all. He knows it all. And I, I think it keeps me honest with myself when I... Um, when I look at a situation and think, can I kind of corner here? Can I, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I, I think about, um, is this, is this excellence? Is this what I'm supposed to, the way I'm supposed to be doing with things? I also know that, like you mentioned, the things add up, doing things the wrong way creates this sort of cycle. Um, yeah. I forget who said it, but it was, I realized that once you disobey, it becomes a lot easier to disobey the next time. Mm-hmm. And obedience and, and having discipline um, also works the same way. The more you're, the more discipline you experience or, or um, make part of your life, the more those disciplines become habit and become easier over time. So it's kind of pick, pick your habits. <laughs> pick, yeah. pick if you're going to be disciplined or, or pick if you're going to be a compromiser or, or someone that you know, tries to maybe disobey every once in a while. Um, because those are, we're, cre- we are creatures of habit. We have to, uh, we have to set ourselves on a course. And when we get off course, it's a lot harder to correct that course than it is just to stay on the right course in the first place. Now, somebody's sitting here listening and they're saying, okay, I feel way behind in this game. Oh no. <laughs> and you know yeah. what, what they don't know is that you've been doing this not just for one oh, or two yeah. years, but this has been a lifetime of <clears throat> building uh, building a pattern of excellence, building yeah. uh, excellence in character, uh, in, in how you go about things, so that whether it's your your athletes, you represent wonderful people like uh, our friend Asia Evans, yes. uh, you know, whether it's uh, some incredible NFL players or wh- whoever comes along your path, they're treated with excellence. <laughs> they may sit there and go, how do I even start? But at the same time, if we're going to be leaders, and mm-hmm. this is all about leader growth, if we're talking about creating culture, if we're talking about leading people well, we don't want that. Uh, we don't want to create a, a space of compromise. We don't want to create right. spaces uh, that are frustrating for people. So What's the step that somebody can, I'm just getting started. How do I really start building excellence in my life? You know, and I'm glad you said everything that you said because I'm sitting here and I still see all the things that I still need to work on in my life. So people may be listening to me and think I've got it figured all figured out. Nope. (laughs) We are (laughs) all, yes, we are all in, in process. And we are all growing. I am hopefully a much stronger, more excellent version of myself than I was five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, but I still have so far to go. Uh, and so I think that the first thing is acknowledging that it's it's never too late to really start creating the culture and the life that you know you should. Mm-hmm. You're, that's, you're never too late to do that. Uh, and it also, all the growth, and change doesn't have to come in one moment or one day. It is a lifelong process, but it, it has to start with a decision. And for me, it was a decision, again, to let go of the burden that I'd been carrying, of the need to be perfect, uh, and then starting to really take an honest assessment of where am I? Uh, what is it in my life that I need to... Um, start, start working on 
I, I wasn't gonna, I knew I wasn't going to do all the growth overnight, mm-hmm. but I knew I, I needed to get honest with myself about what do I need to change? What are the disciplines that I need to accept and adopt in my life? And then looking at, you know, my team, my clients, my staff, my family, obviously my, my circle of influence, um, how can I be a better leader for them? How can I be a better friend, a better um, boss, a better agent? Um, what can I do? What are the things that I need to do to, to make their lives better and, and be a leader for them to also want to make those steps uh, as well? And, and I think when you create that culture of honesty, um, vulnerability, and not having to look perfect all the time, mm-hmm. um, but also create that, you know, hey, this is the way we've been doing it, but it's time to step it up. It's time to bring excellence into this equation. And let's start looking for ways to be more excellent in what we're doing, acknowledging the mistakes, acknowledging areas where we need growth, and then outlining from that decision point, outlining the steps forward. How, how do we improve? How do we seek God more in what we're doing? What is God really, where is he calling us up to? Yeah. What does he want us to do? And so it starts with a decision and then being intentional. If you're hearing what Kelly's saying, you'll notice that it starts with the decision and that decision is orbiting a big thing. And that big thing is where things ended. And that was with others. Yeah. And I believe that when you're leading well, it's because you're loving well. Well, Kelly, I have to say you are one of my favorite people. Aww, I'm honored that you're you one took of mine. the time here. To- <laughs> I love our conversation. Absolutely. We have a blast together. Uh, you have been a true inspiration over the past few years. And once again, congrats on High Thank Impact you. Life. Everybody, go get High Impact Life. This book is going to impact your life. You're going to be a better person and a better leader because you read it. And um, Kelly, thanks for being here today. Thank you, David. All right. Well, that wraps up today's conversation with Kelly Masters on leader growth with David Skidmore. And talk about dropping leadership gold on us. Kelly Masters did just that today. As always, you can find the show notes for today's podcast online at leadergrowth.us forward slash podcast. And as many are doing, you might guide your team or have a conversation with someone close to you as you walk through the discussion questions together. Would you help me out by taking a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast? And if you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at I'm David Skidmore. I'll see you next time. Better with success, I got dues to pay. All good things, they come to those who wait. Yeah, what I left behind from trying to be great. Ain't no secret to success if you ain't working. If you ain't down to hustle, then you don't deserve it. If it came easy, probably go fast. Cause anything easy probably won't last. Hustle be talent.